Today we're watching You Wish. The movie that answers the question of, hey, why don't we give the sidekicks to Lizzie McGuire and even Stevens their own movie? Here on Dizzy Channel Original Friendship. Come and take an hour and listen to delightful commentary. Our own drunk spin becomes totally defined by you. But they are even better with gin and vermouth. Booze! The grown-up content straight from the hip. It's Dizzy Channel's original friendship. Because that wasn't really a question. It was more just like a, what will happen? Um, I can't really remember much about this, but their summary on Imjiva is probably one of the most intense may i read i would love it if you i feel did. like it's it it gives you it really i think by reading this now we are going to have to do very little uh recap later on so this is for future maya to dare because often i'm like screw them they can do all the heavy lifting but we'll do it now we're just gonna throw right, them a guys, rope bear with me this is the norwegian rocker summary of you wish <clears throat> Alex is a high school student who always feels like he is overshadowed by his little brother, Stevie. He can't get the girl of his dreams. He and his two best friends, Abby and James, are outsiders at school, and he is constantly benched on the football team. Wait, how is this his brother's fault? <laughs> then Stevie receives a lucky coin from a strange old man. Makes sense. A coin which he gives to Alex, telling him to make a wish. That seems like he's a nice brother. I don't understand what the, the conflict is here. The next day, Alex gets everything he's wished for. Stevie is gone. In fact, he is a star of his own TV show, and his family don't, uh, and his family don't even know him. Alex dates the most popular girl in school. He is one of the most popular kids himself, and he is the star of the football team. At first, he enjoys his new life, only to later find out that everything that was great in his original life now is gone. So, I mean, I guess we know exactly what's going to happen in this movie. And he'll find the beauty of his life and of he'll understand the camaraderie of bro uh, brotherhood. And he'll probably, you know, fall in love with Lelaine, who plays his best female friend. So that's it. So it's like um, that movie with Eric Stoltz and Mary Stuart Masterson. I mean, you know what? I'm sure it'll be fine. But... What we're drinking today, what we're drinking today seems like maybe more fun. So we are drinking. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about what we're drinking. It's a, it's this little beverage that probably no one's ever heard mm -hmm. of. I mean, it's it's pretty obscure. Now, how do you pronounce it? It's it's a it's a it's a piña piña. piña. Uh, not not like the not not like uh, the. The Pinta, which was one of Christopher Columbus's Is it like ships. that? Is it like uh, that actor? Pina Michael Pina? Michael Pina Colada. Michael Pina Colada. Mmm. It's the Michael Pina yeah. Colada. Today we're drinking Michael Pina Colada. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I wish he was in a decom. That would have been such a perfect that choice. That would be pretty great. So I was having some yeah. issues with it because yeah. I generally don't seek out uh, drinks with coconuts in them. Um, it's... Uh, not really something that I'm like, woohoo about. So I was having a lot of trouble figuring out exactly how to make it. I looked up a bunch of recipes and then I made it and then I 
tried it and it did not taste very good. And I gave it to Joel and Craig, my roommates, and they tried it and they were like, this is not very good. So then we looked up a bunch of other recipes and... So what was the issue? What I, I just didn't shake it up enough. I um, see. Because I, I don't I see. really do blended drinks. Um, so, um, mm-hmm. but the trick to this is that you just got to shake the hell out of it until it's like super frothy. Also, I added a splash of real milk to it to make it really creamy. But I think actual cream might even help. Or instead of using coconut milk, use coconut cream, which um, is what uh, a few other recipes actually called for. So, yeah. Yeah. See, I'm less classy and I went with the pre-made mix because I'm not going to mess with what isn't broken or laziness. That's also laziness. Um, But, you know, it goes in tight. But yeah, so Maya, are you excited about drinking this drink and watching this movie? I don't know yeah, if I mean, I'm like, ready. Are you excited to drink this? Yes. Are you excited to watch this? Yes. I am down to clown. That's not a thing. I'm sorry. That's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, are you excited? I am. Like, I mean, it'll be a good drink. I can't really go outside right now. It's hot. And it beats packing right now. So Woo! I'm down. I'm down for this. That's awesome. Well, I'm so glad that I could help you with this brief distraction. So, uh... I, I, I appreciate you always being distracting. Look, what's that? Look at that! Woo! Anyway. <laughs> I like that you darted your head back and forth. That really is very helpful. So, I mean, um... I'm... I, I guess, I, uh... I'm an actor. Acting. It is in our blood. Theater. I mean. Theater. And also alcohol. It's in our blood. Uh, um, immensely so. Uh, All right. Well, uh, we'll be back after these messages. Today's podcast brought to you by Spencer Breslin. Where'd he go? And we're back. Wow. Wow. So, um, I've discovered a pattern that really only... I guess 13th year doesn't fall into the pattern, but male lead storylines of uh, decoms, usually the guy isn't, he's sort of the bad guy. I mean, even though yeah. he's the hero of the story, it's all because of problems that he made himself. Yeah, and it's like there's a certain level of assumption that the world revolves around them. With and the also, decons, like, I definitely, I did not find him likable. And I felt like the issues he was making, I'm like, okay, so you've had to share attention. with Like, that's a sibling dynamic. You're not special. Also, your brother's actually a pretty cool kid. And for the most part, yeah, he gets into your shit. But he's, like, way better than I ever was. Um, oh, yeah, same. I mean, when I got mad at my sister, I used to break her shit. Yeah, that's right. I would take her Barbie dolls and I would crack their heads. Not break them off because if you just pop them off, they can go back on. I would crack them. You know why? Because she was so, mean to me. Sorry, Claudia. So I don't think I ever did that, but like I accidentally wrecked some stuff and I think that caused issues um, with my accidental clumsiness. I did accidentally get into stuff. Uh, I just, you know, I really liked my sister and I really wanted to spend time with her. 
and have her like me, which is exactly the kind of behavior that I saw from Stevie. And and Stevie seemed like a fine kid. I mean, you know, the whole screaming, ow, ow, ow. I never pulled the shit like that, but I mean, whatever. Even that wasn't that big of a deal. It's not like his parents grounded him. I think that they were fully aware. These parents were actually not, strictly speaking, absentee parents. I thought they were pretty... Yeah, no, I, well, they were all I right. have to say something that they did in this movie that they haven't really done is I liked that the parents played like two different characters, two different versions of themselves. Uh-huh. And that was kind of fun. Well, and I think they weren't always like aces at the parenting game, but I think that they were solid parents and they were around and they were present. I agree. I agree. Um, I think that um, to a certain degree, they were, they were doing their best. And yeah, and- you know what? Like when they had two kids, they were doing their best because you know what? It's sorry, I kicked something. Um, it's hard to have more than one child. I know this as a person who has more than one child, and when a kid's younger, it's harder to like balance that. And you have, frankly, like a good five year age difference, which really makes things difficult. And when you have like a five year age difference like that. Yeah, parents are more prone to say, you know what, you're older and you can handle your own shit. Got to take care of the baby right now. And yeah, but at the same time, they did things like, you know, the whole silly pancake day on Saturday. They Mm -hmm. uh, dad did that. They they had family time and expecting a 15 year old. I'm assuming he's about 15 year old to babysit. Yeah, it sounds about right. It didn't seem like it was like a common thing. Like, that they were always like, you have to babysit yeah. your brother. It was like, I need you to babysit your brother. Oh, mom, like you gave me a week's notice, and I was going to hang out with my friends. Uh, and I just happened to forget, so it's on you that I forgot. He was irresponsible. He was ungrateful. He was rude. Um, Like, I get that he was pissed at Stevie for... um. Getting jelly, for getting on jelly out of skates. Yeah, for getting in his shit. And he even and and he even sat down with him. And I thought that that was actually pretty cool. He's like, "Don't yell. I'm gonna be reasonable. I'm gonna tell you what's up." And I thought that that was actually okay. Uh, and then Stevie screamed and yelled. But even then, I don't think that that was even that big of a deal. He's not ruining your life. He got jelly in your skates. Wash him the fuck off, and get the hell over it. Oh, these are non. These are non uh, water resistant skates. Like they are they made just of put sugar. A speck of water on them, and they disintegrate. Are they made of sugar? Sugar skates. They are in fact made of laced sugar. Ah, that's. It's actually what they're made of is that paper that they put around those candies that they sell at the su- at uh, at Sushihana. Those little oh, rice God, candies. Oh God, I love those. I used and to love those. There's the wrapper that dissolves in your mouth. There was an Asian yeah, market like in Missoula that closed um, that used to sell those. It was near the mall, and I used to just buy tons of them. I loved them. It was the one that was like near the, I think it became like a CVS or something, but it's like kind of near there. Could have been like the pawn shop too. Yeah. Yeah. Man, they were awesome. Um, uh, with the rice, it was like rice paper. Brooks. And they just melted and they were delicious. <laughs> Me just trying to remember things about my hometown. <sighs> Same hometown. 
It's so good. They were yeah. really good. But yeah, no, yeah. Uh, uh, th- that's what the, the uh, skates were made out of. Also, only the losers skate. What? That wasn't the case in my school. Um. So Gary. What about your school, which was my school 10 years in the future? Uh, everybody skated. Everybody yeah. like rollerbladed mm-hmm. or skateboarded. And there was no like, oh, you're frankly, bice- biking was sort of uncool. If you rode bike, a bike, because, you know, you weren't, like, uh, alternative enough. Uh, mountain biking was a pretty big deal in I suppose so. I it's like school. a sport type thing. But, like, if you were a rollerblade, if you rollerbladed everywhere, um, that was kind of cool. Kind of. I mean, it was cooler if you skateboarded. Because skateboarders were really cool when I was... I had a long board. All right, let's stop talking about this and let's talk about this movie. Um, So this movie, honestly, like the summary we read, it's pretty accurate. He, his brother become, in this other version of his life, he becomes uh, a famous TV star. Uh, His his best friend, who's a female, wants nothing to do with him thinks he's a dick like I mean it's very interesting there I think my favorite slash least favorite part of this movie was the montage to a Vanessa <laughs> song that was the just best like them doing brother stuff but it's a song like, that's it's like awful an, but it's also it's a rom-com mo- montage it was a rom-com montage about a, a, teen, a 15 year old boy and his 10 year old brother and I'm like are you in love with your brother like what the hell is going on this shit is weird also, the way you were cutting out pictures of him from the magazine also seemed a little weird. Yeah, I mean, there's like a weird, intense stalkery vibe going on yeah. in parts of it. Um, but it's, I, I, this is not, this is a movie that like was good in that it was funny and I laughed a lot. But like, it's not a great movie. It seemed like, uh, it seemed like a weird. A weird choice for everyone it, involved. It made me angry because he had a pretty good life. I mean, it wasn't like it wasn't yeah, he like did. It, it, it was objectively a good life. It wasn't like there's some things that seemed like oh well. I mean, I guess that could be kind of shitty. He had good friends. I don't know why he was on the football team. I'm going to touch on that in a second. Um, but he had good friends. He had a brother that. From the very beginning, and I mean, the beginning of the movie, he seemed to have a great relationship with his brother. Um, He had parents that loved him, uh, that were there, that were present. And so I just don't understand, like, why he was so fucking ungrateful in his life at all. Like, you're doing great, buddy. Keep it up. We want what we don't have. Um, Also, I'm going to... I mean, I think this is just the... This is just like the nature of teenagers. Like they're they're self centered. They're they're so unaware of the layers that it takes to make a good life. Yes, yes. Uh, but I um, mean, if they were aware, we would not have decoms. <laughs> this is true. Now, I had a quick question for you. Um, uh, so, do you do you know anything about football? I mean, yeah, I watch so, it. To get on a football team, there you need to have, like, a considerable amount of uh, skill, right? Yeah. I mean, to I mean, like, even if you're JV, you, like, have to, you have to have some 
Like they're not going to put a shitty player on the team at all. I feel, uh, I'm sorry, like, that's just what I feel. I feel like if um, Alex was a shitty player, that he wouldn't have even made the team. So what's the fucking problem, dude? You made the football team. You're on the football team. This isn't like um, Minutemen, where, uh, what's his hell face didn't even... Well, he Virgil? didn't audition for, or, or, or Derek. What, oh, Derek? Derek didn't even, Virgil. Virgil didn't even Derek? try out for the football team. But, uh, you know, the, the Virgil. It's not, it's not like, it's not like Virgil who wasn't on the football team and people treated him like shit. Like, he was on the football team. I really feel like he just went to school with a bunch of assholes. And that's not, that has nothing to do with his brother. Yeah, I mean, even the girl he, like, liked, she seemed like she a brat. A full-on, mean, mean human being. Like, just awful. Why would you like anyone who is consistently cruel and mean to you? What the fuck? Like, I just don't get it. And, and, and it's like, it's like Alex knew that, oh, shit, what, what was Lelaine's character? Abby. Abs. It's not like, it's not, it's not like Alex didn't know that Abby liked him. It's like, I think he did know, which is why he was trying to distance himself from her. He was actually a real, really big dick about her liking him. I I don't want to hang out with her because like, I want to be cool. What the fuck? And I feel like to a certain degree, uh, James was like, you're a fucking dick. Fuck you, dude. I'm... Yeah, no, I think J- I liked James. Uh, James actually had a really good point uh, towards the beginning before the wish was made where Alex was complaining about his brother and then he was like, yeah, but like when it comes down to it, you also like really love him and worry about him and everything. And I was just like, yup, because that's relationships with like, your yep. siblings. It's like that whole thing of like, you can insult your siblings, but no one else can. Yeah, well, I mean, and that was, that was us, uh, a slightly amusing conversation that like maybe perhaps if this was um no no never mind it was just stupid because he's like oh i'm so mad at my brother and he's like yeah but you care about your brother remember when you heard that some kid fell in a fountain and you were afraid it was stevie so you ran outside like that's sweet he obviously actually cares about his brother and i think so this is what i think about this movie i think that when alex initially accidentally made his wish. He was super pissed at his brother for ruining his life for a mistake that he made. Um, and so he accidentally was like, no, we shouldn't yes. even have a brother. But at that point... It's the whole idea of like, we want to blame anyone else but ourselves yes, when we make but a, when he woke up and, like and was in this new world and didn't have a brother, I feel like the glee that he had was artificial and didn't make any sense because... At no point did he, yeah, at no point did he actually ever really not want a brother. He was just really pissed and said, I wish I didn't even have a brother. But like. He just wanted space. It's like, we all want space from our sibling. We don't wish them away. When you found out that your brother, in fact, didn't exist, the fact that you were like, awesome. It just was really out of character. And didn't make any sense. I mean, a lot of this movie doesn't make sense as far as his reactions go. I think the thing is, if we had, if the brother was a little bit more annoying, 
or Age of Trouth was a little mm-hmm. bit more relatable and enjoyable, but he didn't feel like the hero we wanted. Or the hero that we needed. He's no Batman. I need a hero. Sorry. I need um, a hero. I don't know the words to the song. And he's gotta be And he's gotta I, I be That's why I just sort of was like, I'm gonna sing a line that's kind of like the lyric. I need a Da-na-na. hero. I'm gonna sing a line that sort of sounds like it belongs. <sighs> okay, I'm done singing. I'm it's done really singing great, for though. this episode. Really, really beautiful. And... Send your requests to singingadare at gmail.com. Nope. I mean, do you, have you actually checked either no. of your <laughs> They're real. No, they Gmails are real. In like a year? No, two I years? haven't checked them probably in about a year and a half. They, I mean, like, yeah, but they're um, not. And I that probably no should. one checks them. I bet there's God, some wouldn't really, it suck if we, like, really went great. in and there were just a ton of yeah. things? Yeah. I mean, it was really funny, and then I just really didn't follow through. A lot like Alex. There's just no follow through. I was about to say, this is, that's sort of the story of most teenagers' There's no lives. no fucking follow through. Uh, and um, I didn't understand why he, Alex didn't like Abby. It, it didn't make any sense. I mean, they have, she's pretty. They have a ton in common. Um... She genuinely cares about him and his brother. She wants the best for him. Like, why don't you like her? And and why is this trope of popularity such a big thing in decoms with with guys? Not necessarily with girls. I found in the 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 female driven um, films. Yes, they care about what people think of them, but it's not about being popular. It's about people liking them. But with boys, they want to be popular. And they talk all about being popular. Having the girl like that, being the football star, having the girl like them. What what the fuck ever. It, it, it just makes me a little crazy. I, I, I'm sorry. It, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, you got this really nice girl. She seems to care about you. What's the problem? I don't know. But I mean, really, that could be the tagline for a lot of DCOMs. Like, Wendy Woo Homecoming Warrior. What? What's what's the problem with with the life that you're complaining about? Yeah. Come on, Wendy Woo. Lack superpowers and intrigue? Oh, well, boy. Wait until this next move. <laughs> well, no, no. Wendy Woo liked actually, her wait, life is it necklace? until she got the superpowers. Necklace. Then she was all pissed. No, she, I mean, like, but she was constantly, like, wanting a little bit more. Yeah. Like, she wanted to be homecoming queen. She wanted this. She wanted that. She wanted, she didn't want to be, like, aware of her cultural heritage, like, stuff now, like that. I have a question, because in the 13th year, there is no, there's no real concern over popularity, is there? Like, he has the girlfriend. In 13th year? It's more about like winning this right the the swimming competition. It's more about being number one and number so two. He, it in was a like it didn't really seem to be that big of a deal that he became friends with the nerdy boy because he still had his girlfriend, and it was just a thing that I don't know. Um, and in um, Smart House, he wanted to be popular, and so he threw a party. Is that it? Is that how it works? 
And then they yeah, did that so. boy bo- that boy band dance. <laughs> ah. ah, the boy band Ugh. dance, yeah. Because every group God, of guys, was... they got to have their boy band dance. It's like burned into my memory. <laughs> so good. So good. Now I'm trying to think of other male-driven so or, or male-led um, decoms. So I have Smart House 13. Oh, Luck of the Irish. Luck no, of the Irish? Popularity was not a big deal for him. He was popular. Um, but uh, what about he was just a Pixel dick. Perfect? No. Science. But he Genius. was also just a dick. Popularity was important. Right? I mean, nobody liked him. Yeah. Nobody liked him. I mean, people liked him, but yeah, he Maybe. was All right. So how did you feel all around about this film? I didn't like it. I didn't like it. You know, I didn't really either. It just, it was, it wasn't, like, the funny parts didn't feel Hilarious. funny enough. Like, the serious parts felt a little too funny. I, I needed the characters to be a little bit more heightened. Like, it didn't, the stakes did not feel super extreme. Like, none of it felt, none of it felt like the, like it was going to be a big deal if they, you know. It's it just none of it felt like a big deal, even though the stakes should have been felt higher. Right. It wasn't, a, it wasn't an extreme circumstance. It was magic. Whenever magic gets invi- involved. Um, but yeah, I thought, you know, it was fun. I remember this movie from years ago. I actually remember watching it when I was babysitting in, like, high school. Nice. <laughs> yep. I like it. You know what? I... I was thinking um, that often when making my way downtown, walking fast, faces pass and I'm homebound. Why was that the song? I mean, yeah, it was such a weird song. And I miss you. You. Tonight. Well, no, this is, the thing that made me just go, what am I, what is happening? Um, if I could just hold you tonight, tonight. I was like, wow. I mean, I guess I kind of get, I mean, I'm, I'm actually very close to my siblings, but like, I'm, I don't know if I'm Michelle Branch close enough to my siblings. Uh, Vanessa Carlton. No, it was Michelle Branch. No. I have the thing. I Wasn't it up. A Thousand Miles? Uh-huh. That's Vanessa Carlton. Hold on. It was this song, correct? Hold on. God damn. No, it's Michelle Branch. That's what my phone says. I looked it up on the Google. The Google lady says it's Michelle Branch. The Google lady says, but it was A Thousand Miles, Then why it? would it say Michelle Branch? Sorry. No, you're right. I don't know no, your no, phone no, no. mean. You are correct. For some reason, it said Michelle Branch on other things, but it is Vanessa Carlton, and I apologize. Yes. I, well, I'm, embarrassed. Um, I'm embarrassed. I would like you all to just get a little snippet of the t- song we're talking about. Yeah. Just because, just to prove that I'm right.
I think that's all I'm really allowed to play. And I gotta um, say that that really is telling. The song as that far got as... so many teenage girls to play piano. Yeah, I mean, I I played piano before that, but uh, Same. but that song really makes you think about two brothers, right? Missing each missing other. Missing each other. Yeah, definitely. If I could just that's how it feels for me. Hold you tonight. Tonight. It's really beautiful. So, if you could rename this, what would you rename it? El Poco Loco. That's a, it's a turkey. Oh, we forgot to even mention that. There's a turkey. He gets a pet turkey. Well, there's a turkey. There's a pet turkey. No, I was thinking about how James was dressed as a chicken for a majority of that alternate reality. But then the turkey was about to get killed. <laughs> Sorry. <Yep. laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I've got tears now. <laughs> the turkey's gonna die. He's beating on the back of the van. El pollo, pollo. Or um, or uh, or uh, el pollo loco. Um. <laughs> Our um, Revenge of Vanessa Carlton. I like it. Or, or The Happening. Yeah, The Happening. Done. I like it. I like it. Um, okay, what would you call it? I would call this, I would call this movie. Ugh, shit. I lost it. Sorry, hold on. Um. It's hard. I had it. No, I had it for a second, and then I lost it. Um, you wit. No, that's called. It's called you wish. Huh? That wouldn't be work. That wouldn't work at all. Ah, I got it. I would call this story or this movie. Ungrateful teen. I like it. I feel like we could probably rename most decons ungrateful. For the teen. most part, yeah. Most I I wonder or, or tweens. Um, but like, I gotta say that Alex, in particular, of all the decons that we watched, really had it all. He was on the football team. He had a cute girl that liked him. He had a family that paid attention to him. I mean, not only him, because welcome to the real world, chump. But he had, like, pretty much a perfect life. I have a feeling that if we went off and, and veered over to his best friend James's life, I have a feeling that James's life was horrible and terrible. But James yeah, would never James complain. is a good guy. And um, I would rather watch James's story. Uh Oh, maybe that's where we need to be going. Uh, so something I'm realizing, though, before we, we depart from this and, and carry on with our Sundays, um, before we take back our Sundays, is I feel like most DCOMs have very frustrating protagonists. I didn't realize that until we started this podcast, how these characters that I idolized are actually kind of insufferable. So I want you to think really hard about who you think 
of the DCOMs we've watched is the most insufferable protagonist of a DCOM so far. This is not including the movies we have yet to rewatch. And I want us to do a count of three and see if we go, uh, we end up at the same place. I just want to see where we are on this, uh, if we're on the same page or a similar chapter or what. So think really hard. I have mine. I have mine because I set up this question. Yeah. Okay. Do you, are you ready? Okay. All right. Let's count together. Xena. Pixel perfect. Oh, yeah. Ah. <laughs> we Pixel are just on completely different. Uh, Fucking and, hated him. God. I, yeah, he was pretty awful. He was pretty awful. Maybe because I didn't have any hopes for him, it didn't hurt his bad. <laughs> I, I, lo- I always liked Ricky Ullman, and his character was abusive. Like, abusive. And I just, it, it, it. It really hurt my heart. Yeah, um, I get that. There was a there was a quote um, in this movie that we saw, and I'm 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 trying to I'm I apologize because I'm trying to find it because it cracked my shit up. It was when um, he when Alex is describing who Abby is and what she's afraid of. Um, I'm trying to find it online to see if I can find um, the. Um, this uh, seems like it'll happen at a mm-hmm. decent in a decent time span. Um, maybe. No, I'm never gonna find it. Um, okay. I'm not gonna find pr- it. That's okay. Do you want to like try and do a a rough rephrasing? Um, it was similar to like you're afraid of uh. I just, the thing I really remember is that he was like, you're afraid of this, 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 and space junk. And, and she liked, um, mustard and sugar sandwiches. And that she had a cat named Mr. Tewilikers or something, or something that she called Trixie or, um, he seemed to know so many truly intimate things about her that were actually really nice. That was actually a lovely uh, that was a lovely thing of in the uh, in the in the, in the movie in the stories is the how intimately he knew her, but also because he knew her but so intimately, totally not into her, totally not into that her. He didn't. He did, just didn't see her, and I, more so than most movies we see with the best friend who, you know, doesn't see his best girl as anything but like one of the guys type of situation um it was even more upsetting because it's he knew everything about her like embarrassing stuff and so it wasn't and like he was just being shallow it's like wow you you're rejecting her on a very deep level right now like strictly because she's not a cheerleader that is the only yeah, reason why you don't like her. Reason. It's because she's not a popular cheerleader. I mean, and, and, and she's really put herself out there. Hey, you want to go skiing this weekend? And he's like, uh, I got to do this. Uh, I got to do this thing. And it's just like, why are you being a dick about this? I mean, that seems to be like his MO. So. Yeah, fair enough. Because fair enough. plot. 
Because plot. Well, Adair, was this worth it for you? I mean, it was, as as always, my beautiful PC answer. I got to have a nice drink, talk to a good friend. So, yes, would I watch this movie again? No. You absolutely stole the words right out of my mouth. Maya, is it worth it? Hey, guys. Hey. Hey, guys. It's Adair. Maya, was this worth it for you? Uh, I guess say. That, nah, it's not really worth it. Wait, wait, where's Hugh Jackman? Get out of there. Where's Maya? Get out of here. Hugh, what are you doing? Hi, guys, it's me, Maya. No, it's not. Stop. Oh, oh my gosh, guys. Hugh Jackman tried to. That was nuts. That was nuts. I felt so helpless watching this from Texas. Oh, I'm okay, though. Hugh Jackman's been taken yeah. care of. It's all good. Um, so what I have to say is actually I really, um, I really, really did not like this movie. I didn't like this movie, but there were certain elements of it that did amuse me. Um, and you know what? Like I gotta say, I like Spencer Breslin. To Michelle Branch. I like Spencer Breslin, though. And Michelle Branch. But I like He's Spencer Breslin. MVP. He, Him in general, Jesus. in general, he is um, extremely enjoyable to watch. And, um... Tis, tis. I kept thinking about Lilane though when I saw her in this movie. I just kept thinking about her in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and then I got sad. Oh yeah. Spoiler alert. I got sad. That's all. I'm not saying anything more. Just. Hmm. Bummer. I was totally gonna say something, and then I was like, "Oh, I guess we're not." No, spoiling we're not really gonna spoil it. Just so the of a show that's been over for many, many years. Like almost fifteen years. She she kills herself, guys. She kills herself. Yeah, I was about to say she's a slayer named Chloe, I believe, and she hangs herself, and it's a bummer. Yeah, some people can't take the slayer genetics. That's what uh, Buffy said. She couldn't hack it. It's a bummer. Um, (laughs) that was verbatim the words. It was it was a very weird. She's like, yeah, y'all. She couldn't hack it. See. Buffy, why are you talking like a weird old timey guy? Like a yeah, I was gonna say like a like a, a sleuth in the forties. She couldn't she could hack it, see. Alright, well, tune in next time as we watch an undetermined movie and I'll be in a different location. Hooray! In your other in your in your new primary Dallas recording studio. In the new Dallas recording studio. I'm really excited for you. I think it's going to be fantastic because nothing can ever go wrong when one moves. Nope. Not at all. Definitely not. My life is definitely not in chaos right now. It's great. Also. All right, Maya. I just have one more thing to say. What? And um, that is. What? What? Austin Logan, I know what you did. A Secret Weapon Production.